Welcome to another edition of the OSSB Podcast. This is Dan Kelly, and today we're going to talk about how to use the grill. I get asked all the time, how do you grill and you're blind? Well, we're going to kind of work through that a little bit today. And I want to put in a disclaimer statement that this is how I grill. This is not how the ILS department or anybody at the School for the Blind does it. Or if they do, we're not going to represent that here. This is how I grill. Don't sue the Ohio State School for the Blind if you try something and it doesn't work. Uh, So I just wanted to put that in there. In today's climate, you have to do this kind of thing when you are representing an organization that you work for. So let's go ahead and get started. Okay, so now we're out here at the grill and there's a few safety things you wanna look at. That's my number one thing. Whenever you're messing with uh, cooking or fire or grilling or whatever, you always wanna make sure that the scene is safe. So check around the grill, make sure there's nothing that's gonna trip you up or catch on fire. Next thing I wanna do is I wanna pull out the ash container at the bottom make sure that is clean and now we're ready to remove the grate I use charcoal and the kind of charcoal that I use is called lump charcoal it I'm gonna close the grill grab that um, lump charcoal the average size piece is about half a hand maybe dump this in need a lot I'm just cooking some hamburgers tonight uh, so I'm going to fill up the bottom of the grill the amount of coal that you use is something that you'll get a feel for as you grill more the main thing is to have everything organized so you know where it's at Touch more. The way I have my setup here in the garage is I've got got the grill, and then right behind it, I've got a shelf where I keep all of my grilling supplies, which includes grill brushes, charcoal, lighter fluid, lighters, um, everything that I need to get the grill going and cook the food on the grill. I even have some hardwoods. Now, with this lump charcoal, there's a couple things you can do. You can use lighter fluid, which I really don't like to do, but I'm going to tonight because I'm out of denatured alcohol and with the current COVID-19 thing going on, I really don't want to make a special trip out just to pick up some. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to soak the coals with some lighter fluid and let that sit for about five minutes. So it's lighter fluid has been applied and I'm going to replace the grate on top. Didn't want to get lighter fluid on the grate, so left that off until I applied that. 
Just going to go ahead and close the lid, let that soak for about five minutes, and then we'll be ready to light it. And I'll talk about how to do that. So it's raining out today. So we're going to actually grill out in the garage. And I've got the main door open. And I'm going to open up the side door of the garage to get a little cross ventilation going so the garage doesn't smoke up. Okay, so we soak the coals in, in fluid. One reason I do that is I don't like to, uh, well, I don't say I don't like to, but it's probably not the safest thing to squirt lighter fluid on a fire that's, that's already going because flame comes up and heat comes up, and if you're squirting lighter fluid on it from the top, well, the flame could just follow that stream up to the bottle of lighter fluid in your hand. So I found that it's a good idea to go ahead and soak the coals. And then on the char griller, there's a, a vent on the bottom on the right side. We'll just stick the lighter through that and get the lighter going. The lighter is within the coals and the lighter fluid. And it's kind of a slow takeoff, but the flame is actually starting to go and it's spreading out. Hopefully the microphones on the Ultranex should be picking that up, but we do have a fire going. So the thing now is to let these coals get hot, to leave the grill open, uh, let the coals get hot, uh, use a grill brush and scrape off the iron grates of the grill and then we'll be ready to cook some food. Okay, so uh, the grill's pretty hot now, so I'm just going to take this grill brush and scrape off the grates a little bit. It's not too bad of a process to do if you take care of your... Okay, so after the fire cools down, then what I'm going to do is close the lid and close the vents. I'm going to crack them about between an eighth and a quarter of an inch maybe a little bit more on the side and the top. I want air to be pulled through and pushed out the top. The wider these vents are, the hotter the grill will be. The, uh, if they're closed, that will kind of smother out the flame. So I want it to I want it to kind of burn somewhere in the neighborhood of about 350. And there is a thermometer on the front of the grill that will give you your temperature on this char griller, but um, I've not tried to scan that with my phone to see if it would read it or not, but uh, I've had this grill for a couple of years now, and it's probably too uh, covered in grease or, you know, just burned on stuff to read with seeing AI or something like that. So I just go by feel. Now, one thing that I will tell you is that when you're grilling, that you really need to be familiar with your your grill you got to know where the vents are uh, the grill gets hot it gets hot quick um, the outside of this grill gets warm it doesn't really get like burning hot because it's it's good metal I guess and insulated very well but you want to know where those plastic vent levers are and be able to touch those when you want to with a high degree of accuracy and if you don't do that then you should probably get some heat resistant gloves uh, some oven mitts or something like that so um, you can feel around on your grill and open and close vents as you like without worrying about burning yourself because 
getting burned is is not fun okay so now we're ready to start throwing some food on uh, the grill is burning at a nice 350 375 degrees I would recollect so we're gonna open it back up now what I say but, but when you get ready to start cooking you need to have everything that you need I want paper towels I want my food that I'm gonna put on the grill I also want um, my utensils that I'm going to use while I'm grilling. I'm going to let this sit just a little bit longer because we still have a pretty active shooting up that you can hear. So I'm going to let this go for just a little bit and then we'll put the food on. It's all about that safety thing. Okay. And, and so my girlfriend Maria is over. Hello. Hello, Miss McCumber. Hello. All right. So. Um, how do you like your hamburger? Do you like it rare, medium rare, medium? I like it medium to medium rare. Okay, there you go. Special request, medium to medium rare. All right, how's this fire looking to you right now? It looks great. Right. It smells so, great, too. It, it does. I, you wish the podcast could record the smell. <laughs> now, you know, some of you guys, you may want to make up your stuff, your hamburger patties in the house, and then bring them out and put them on the grill. I just like to mix up my hamburger in the, in the big old mixing bowl with all my secret ingredients to make Dan burgers. <laughs> and anybody that knows me knows how great a Dan burger is, and I, I'm not going to give away my secret ingredient. So I'll bring it out here, and then what I'm going to do is just make my patties as I grab them out of the bowl, and they're, they're huge. Throw them on the grill. I've got about, let's see, a pound and a half and a pound and a half. That is three pounds. Three pounds of meat plus all the extra stuff that I put in there. So I just reach in that bowl. This is why I say the importance of having paper towels is a must when you're grilling because your hands get nasty. And the kids are over and they're picking up the yard right now while I'm cooking. You can start hearing that meat start to sizzle. Got three of them on the grill now. Working on number four. We're gonna get about nine burgers out of this. So that's gonna be enough for me. I don't know what they're gonna eat. Mm -hmm. This smells great. It's burning real hot right there in the middle. Close that lid, it'll calm that down a little bit. And one more. So all the burgers are on. Close the lid. Grab your paper towels and wipe your hands off. Then you can push stop on your recorder. I don't want to get grease on my Ultranex V12 Pro digital recorder. So. Okay, these hamburgers have cooked for about six or seven minutes, and it's time to flip them over and check them out. Grill's still burning at a nice temperature. And with hamburgers, you gotta be careful because there's a lot of grease that comes off of the burgers and things like that. And when you open the lid, it really starts to flame up. And you can hear that in the recording. And you gotta be careful. Now, 
depending on what your comfort level is, is how you're going to flip these burgers. Me, I can slide the spatula under them and, and turn my wrist over and they flip. Then I can take the spatula and I can feel, make sure that they're not on top of another burger. And this is really starting to flame up now. Another thing that I can do if it gets the flames get too high is I have a long-handled fork that I can put on, you know, the flat part of the fork on top of the burger, and slide the spatula underneath and pick it up, and I can actually move it out of the flame and flip that over. So there, it's it's flaming up pretty good now. So what I want to do is probably close the lid and let these things cook a little bit longer. Okay, so I've, I've flipped these burgers and uh, they've been cooking for about four or five minutes now. And the flames are still pretty high. I just got some smoke up my nose. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to close the lid again and I'm going to close these air vents down tight as they can go because what I want to do what I wanted to do is calm down before I reach in there and, and start flipping those over um, I want this thing to cool down a little bit okay this has calmed down quite a bit so now I'm gonna flip these burgers again and kind of get a feel for how they look on the other side after the next flip we'll add the cheese hey you want to go get the cheese for me Yep, it's in, it's in the house. In the fridge. Ask mommy for it. Alright, thanks for bringing me the cheese. We're going to flip these over and then put some cheese on them. This, this flame is looking great. It's not too high, but it's hot. I'm going to move Marie's burger over to the cooler side, so it's more of a medium feel. Now when I put my cheese on here, what I'm going to do is I'm going to unwrap a piece of cheese. I'm going to fold it in half. Can you do what? Well, I don't want you to get too close to this hot flame. Okay. So I'm going to fold the cheese up into a quarter. And I'm going to stick it in the middle of the burger because that burger was small enough. And it's what's going to happen is when the cheese melts. Can I have a piece of the cheese? Yep, you sure can. Here. Get you, get you open. I can open it. There you go. Grab it. There you go. Don't ruin your dinner, okay? I know you won't. Alright. So very important that you flip this, you flip these burgers so that the hot side is up. And you stick that cheese on there and it's gonna melt right away and spread out. One thing that I want to say that when you're cooking your food on the grill, especially hamburgers and you're putting cheese on them, is to organize them. You know, I think of it as like a table in columns and rows. So I know where where the food is. So you know, I might have, you know, three burgers down um, on the left and then 
three burgers down in the middle and three burgers down on the right. Uh, and in this case, I've got three, three, and three going across the grill. So that way I can make sure that I don't miss anything because it can get a little hot and trying to locate a burger that doesn't have cheese on it and add cheese might be a little cumbersome. So know where the food, you know, when you flip a burger and, and, and put one on the grill, know where it's at. Okay, Maria's out here to check my progress here. I am. Right, yeah, see so, how it's going. Yeah, so what do you think? Um, they look amazing. Yeah. I love a Dan burger. Right. So I, yeah. I moved yours over to kind of the cooler side of the grill, so <laughs> it'd be a little bit more medium. Than, what I want to do is get them kind of crispy on the outside, but kind of juicy on the inside. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to let me know if that's how they turned out. We're going to eat here in about, ooh, seven five to seven minutes my best my best guesstimate okay these burgers have cooked for about three or four minutes with cheese on them and I'm gonna lightly just kind of look at those with my finger on the top and the cheese is melted so we're ready to pull these off and uh, eat some dinner so we'll get the uh, We'll get the state of approval from Marie and, and see how they have turned out. But man, it smells good. They look good. So I'm going to move these burgers from the grill to, to the cookie sheet. And I'm going to put them three across and three down just like they were when they were on the grill. Once I think I've got all the burgers sweet, I'll make sure I get them all. Close the lid, close the vents, and let the grill burn itself out. Okay, so now we've got the food off the grill and we've got it onto the dinner table. So, Marie, what do you think of your burger? I haven't bitten into it yet. Just sat down. All right, so bite into it. <laughs> bite into it and give us your first impressions of what you think. It's good. Oh, it's really good, she says, with her mouth full. Ellie, do you like the mac and cheese? Yeah, I like it. It's good. Okay. All right. Joey, what do you think, man? He says, hmm. I think it's... All right. You have to say what you're doing, though. Is it pretty good, or is it... Yeah, because this is just audio. dancing with thumbs up. All right. Dancing with thumbs up. So, must be pretty good. All right. Well, thanks, guys. We are going to... Um, Put this out on the next special edition of the OSSB podcast. Grilling from a blindness perspective. And thanks for tuning in. This is Dan Kelly. I uh, wanted to share some just some fun with you about what I'm doing when I'm not working and you know, keeping myself entertained and busy 
when I'm not working from home. So if you have an experience that you want to share, please drop me an email at dkelly at ossb.oh.gov. You can write an email, you can drop an audio clip, or you can drop me a voicemail at 614-486-8866 and we'll put it on the podcast. Thank you again for tuning in and we will talk to you again next time.